The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am Talon Jenkins here with our hosts. We have Ryan and Joel. How are we doing today, boys? Doing pretty good, Talon. This is Ryan. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. Just excited after another big Flyers win over the Bruins. A lot of, a lot of newcomers playing well. Martin, Martin Jones, 37 saves. Cam Atkinson, Derek Broussard staying hot. Rasmus Ristolainen was out there in his debut so i'm excited to uh, talk some more hockey and get some picks in for thursday and friday right on joel how you doing oh, i'm doing great man how about martin jones though flyers <laughs> might have some goaltending after all yeah hopefully um, yeah and cam atkinson, cam atkinson looked great uh flyers are, are smoking hot and so far yeah it's true when i was watching uh looks like the bruins were kind of they came out hot, started off good, 40 shots in the game, but Martin Jones kept him in, and the Flyers uh, found a way to come out with the big two points. You think we can find some uh, Vesna odds for Martin Jones? <laughs> out there? Do you feel comfortable with that? I don't know. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> well, I tell you what I do feel comfortable about. Our, uh, our Tuesday slate, I think we hit pretty big, fellas. Yeah, you, you guys did great. I uh, I brought us down a little bit with my with my mortal lock, but you guys hit both of yours. Yeah, I was lucky there. I had a New Jersey Devils puck line minus one point five. I think uh, they popped an empty netter to go up four two with about thirty seconds or a minute left in the game. So can't complain about that. It's a greasy cover, but it's still a cover. <laughs> yeah, my Oilers pick. It struggled and toiled for a while. They went behind twice, but eventually they got it together and went ahead late in the third. And uh, the the Jets wild game is also an interesting one, with uh, the Jets having a 5-3 lead but blowing it, giving up two empty net goals to the Wild and losing in overtime, so they can't buy a win right now. But yeah, another great day of hockey on Tuesday there. That's a tough look in Winnipeg. Eh? I know we touched on it a little bit on our last show. Uh, feel free to go check that out too. Lots of cool content. Um, but yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do offensively. They've kind of been there. They've been scoring goals, but it just seems like Hellebuck can't stop a puck to save his life right now. Yeah, and Hellebuck is that team. Like, if Hellebuck is good, they're going to win. If Hellebuck's bad, they're going to lose. And they they added some defense in the offseason, but yeah, they had a really, really tough loss the other night. Very true. I'm jumping in some NHL news here. Not really too much has gone on around the league since we last spoke, but there's a couple things. Uh, Edmonton fans, they're all pretty aware. Mike Smith just got placed on the IR for what's been called a lower body tweak. Gotta love the NHL and their coaches not telling anybody what's wrong with the players, eh? <laughs> but uh, he's out or expected to be out for at least a week. Uh, I'm not sure. Who do they got coming up to back up to replace him? I know they got uh, Koskinen that'll be starting, but... Yeah, they have Koskinen, and then they have Stuart Skinner as as their backup. Um, I haven't looked at their schedule. I'm not sure if he might get into any action, but he was a third-round pick in 2017. So far in the season, he had two AHL games, 946 save percentage, 914 save percentage, and 31 AHL games last season. So, I don't know, this kid, maybe this kid's good. He's 22 years old, could be a, a young, young goalie to watch, but could also just be up for a cup of coffee and sent back down. Yeah, I yeah. don't think that losing Mike Smith is a huge loss. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a big difference between him and Koskinen. Uh, 
Mike Smith can get hot for a few games, but ultimately he he has a very uh, long list of bad games in him. So that's not a huge loss for the Oilers. Well, the Oilers do have a back-to-back on Thursday and Friday in Ooh. Arizona and Vegas. So Stuart Skinner will likely get one of those starts. If it's against Vegas, uh, bet the over. <laughs> I think uh, coaching staff will probably end up throwing him in the Arizona game, eh? Maybe a little bit safer. Yeah, probably. <laughs> now, that's a franchise, too. They're they're probably still kicking themselves for letting Tam or Cam Talbot walk a few years back. I know... Uh, I know he may not be the strongest goalie in the league, but he had a high year for them and then kind of just fell off one season and they kicked him out the door. And he's had some success over in uh, in Minnesota since. Yeah, Camp Town has been a solid guy kind of around the league. Back when he was with the Rangers, I always joked around that he should start over over Lundqvist, which was obviously just, just a joke. But <laughs> yeah, he had, had a few good seasons with Edmonton. He uh, didn't do too well with his short stint with the Flyers. But, you know, he's been really good with Minnesota. Now Oilers just don't have any goalie luck, no matter who they bring in. Yeah, tough go. I know they were in the hunt for Markstrom, too, last year, and then he goes and signs with the uh, division rivalries with Calgary. So, They're, luck they're also going for Kemper this season, right? The Colorado beat him to it. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? They'll probably be in the hunt in the offseason next year, right? Got to do something to keep McDavid around. Now, moving on here, some other news. Out of St. Louis, Pavel Buchnevich, a two-game suspension for headbutting Arizona's Lawson Cruz. I don't know if you guys got to see the video of that. What do you think? It was it was quite a headbutt. I know they're trying to take fighting out of the game, which which is debatable. But headbutting headbutting <laughs> should not be allowed. Head you can you, you can make, I said I said last show you can headbutt the the puck into the net that should be allowed, but headbutting other players should not be. Yeah, he. he uh... <laughs> he took your words very seriously there and brought it up to a different <laughs> level. Um, yeah, that seems like a fair suspension. Yeah, he's a new player in St. Louis. We'll see if that's a big loss for them. But it's only two games, regular season. Not a big deal. Yeah, that's very true. Skilled player, though. I know, uh, I don't want to say he has a bit of a track record, but he had a couple or a pretty dirty hit last season, I recall, in uh one of the New York-Washington games. I know there was a bit of a tough or a scrum going on between those two teams, and I think he got ejected or suspended or something last year for that too. So see what happens for the kid going forward if he hits that repeat offenders list. Got that fiery Russian temper. <laughs> One more thing we have, NHL news here. My boy Jumbo Joe Thornton with the Flyers find the league maximum fine a total of $1,875. For a wicked nut shot on Boris Kachuk for uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Looks like he went to uh, lift Boris's stick. Boris gave him a chop. He didn't like it. Turned and gave him one right where you don't want one. So <laughs> typical Joe fashion, I guess. I'm just glad you said wicked nut shot because that was written out on our show <laughs> outline. I just I just wanted to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> wish wish we had someone in Boston on our show who could give the, uh, the full accent for it. But what can uh. you do? All right, well, well, a couple things I wanted to talk about this year. It's, you know, it is very early in the year. There's a couple teams that have only played one game, two, or sorry, two games rather, a couple teams that have been hit the five marker. But I thought it'd be pretty cool just to do three teams that are exceeding expectations this year and three teams so far that are completely shit in the bed. So we'll start with the three that we have exceeding expectations. Uh, We'll go through one by one here. Uh, Number one, I got the Buffalo Sabres. Still red hot. They're a 3-0 and this year, so they haven't lost a game. They've won every game. Uh, they beat Montreal 5-1. to They beat Arizona 2-1 to in a shootout, and they beat Vancouver 5-2. to Now, these aren't necessarily the greatest teams that they seem to be playing against, but you guys know just as well as anybody else, you got to get the wins against the lower teams in order to be, have success in the NHL, and looks like the, uh, the Sabres are coming out hot and doing that. Yeah, you, you play the schedule you're given. They... they had rather had good wins against against the Canadians and the Canucks. I mean, they had, had the shootout win, but Jack Eichel, no Jack Eichel, no, no problem for the Sabres, apparently, with uh, post-Eichel, post-Fristalainen era. So they do play the uh, Bruins on Friday, so they could see their first loss then, but so far, so good for them. Yeah, and they're getting some goaltending, too, from old Craig Anderson. Uh, uh, yeah, the young guns are firing. Uh, they're all pulling together without the captain, Jack Eichel. But uh, we'll see if it continues. Isn't Anderson like 40 years old or something like that? Yeah, I, I was just looking it up. Oh, my God. 
you know he, he had is a lot for, of, he is 40 yes he's 40 yeah. he had a lot of success in ottawa for like at least a decade or so i believe he had a stint in colorado before that so he's been around the league and he has proven himself but you got to think he'll fall off with age eventually Moving on next, we have the Minnesota Wild. I don't know if this, actually, I don't know if you could call these guys exceeding expectations. You know, I, I don't think anybody thought they'd be a terrible team, but they are 3 0 0. Wins over Anaheim 2 to 1. They beat LA 3 to 2, and they did beat the Winnipeg Jets 6 to 5 in overtime. They're looking fine, boys. They're looking fine. I know, same kind of thing with Buffalo. It's not really the most hardest schedule they've had, but good for uh, good for the folks in Minnesota. This is what they need to kind of start the season and have a few easier games, get the wins under their belt. And looking ahead at their schedule, they might win a few more. They play the Ducks and Predators at home in a back-to-back. Then they go out west for Vancouver, Seattle, and Colorado, where they might finally see their first loss. Yeah, if you just look at those score lines, that's what the Minnesota Wild do. They win close games. They beat Anaheim 2-1, LA 3-2, Winnipeg 6-5 in OT. They win close tight games. That's that's how they how they play, and that's how they'll be this whole season. I expect. Yeah, it's a gritty way to play the game, but that could be useful uh, useful experience come playoff time if they manage to sneak in. Coming next, we have the Detroit Red Wings. Currently, at a record of two zero and one. That overtime loss, a seven six loss to Tampa. That was a battle game. I think we talked about that in one of our other podcasts. Um, they've also beat Vancouver 3-1 to and Columbus 4-1. to What I see looking at these numbers, boys, Detroit can score. Tyler Bertuzzi has, has lit the world on fire. He had that four-goal game in the loss against Tampa. But the Red Wings, Iserman is, is building a contender there just like he did in Tampa Bay. Maybe not yet, but he, the, the pieces are there. Yeah, Bertuzzi is trying to show his value, even though he can't play in Canada being unvaccinated. So he's, he's going to do all he can in the games in the States. <laughs> Could you imagine yeah. that? Ends up leading the team in goals and doesn't play a single game in Canada all year. That'd yeah. be amazing. And the Red Wings were up 6-3 late in the third period against the Lightning. So they they could be 3-0, but credit to the Lightning for coming back. But the Red Wings might be a, a good underdog team to watch this season. Now, like like I said earlier, we would like to mention it's still pretty damn early in the season. So uh, if you're a fan of uh, of any of these next teams coming up, don't jump on us too hard. Still plenty of time to get back. But we will dive into three teams that we have that are kind of shit in the bed so far this year. Start things off for a team that personally I had some high hopes for. I think you guys did too. Chicago Blackhawks. They're 0-3-1 in the first four games. Losses coming to Colorado 4-2. Uh, New Jersey four to three in overtime, Pittsburgh five to two, and New York four to one. This this team can't get a save, boys. Look at these numbers that are going in against them. Uh, maybe defensively too, they got to kind of tighten things up a little bit. But I, I'm pretty surprised with that. This was a team. Yeah, you said it. All, all three of us were kind of high on them with with Taze coming back, with Seth Jones in there, with Mark Andre Fleury and Net. But yeah, they've given up four or more goals in each game. You know, I I did like their effort. I didn't. I their shot total. It was against the Islanders was 40 to 29. I think it was a one nothing game till the third period. I actually actually live bet on the Blackhawks in the second period when it was one nothing. So I feel like it'll come around for them, but there's also so many question marks. Uh, Jeremy Carlton could be the first coach fired. He could be on the hot seat soon. If this continues, you could see Flurry maybe demand a trade or even just retire like he threatened. I don't you, you never know what's going to happen in there there in Chicago. Yeah, it's not only us that had high expectations for this team, but the city of Chicago, I think they're getting really excited. Um, so, yeah, there'll be definitely some pressure on the coach. I'll stand Bowman, see what he can do to to get this team turned around. I mean, it's only four games, but still, they, they're they not looking good. I think their their last game, they actually looked better than the three away games, but but still, they, they need to turn the ship around quick. Yeah, good point. I think we'd all like to see uh, Patrick Kane, Jonathan Cage, or Jonathan Taves in that core get one more kick at the can for sure. Now, finally, I hate to say it, Montreal Canadiens, 0-4-0, with losses coming 2-1 to to Toronto, a loss to Buffalo 5-1, to a loss to the New York Rangers 3-1, to and to the San Jose Sharks 5 to nothing. What the hell is going on in Montreal, boys? Who who knows? They're they're a shell of themselves without Carey Price, no Shea Weber. They lost to no. I mean, who? It's it's the Habs are one of the teams to bet against until until kind of the odds makers come around on them because they've scored three goals 
combined in their first four games. It's it's not good right now, especially a five nothing loss at home to the Sharks. Ooh, things things are getting tough for Montreal. Yeah, uh, they don't have the leadership anymore, right? Without Shea Weber, Carey Price is away from the team. Uh, the worst thing is they can't score. You can't get any offense going. Look at that. Only three goals through four games. <laughs> that's not going to win you a lot of that's, hockey games. That's a tough look, eh? Oh, yeah. And these aren't great defensive teams either. Buffalo, San Jose, come on. Yeah, the San Jose loss is when I really – that was a game we, we discussed. We didn't really know what was going to happen, but we, we couldn't have predicted a San Jose shutout 5 nothing win. No, of course not. Moving on, one of the last teams we have here, and this one's still early. They've only played two games, so still plenty of opportunity, but I haven't really liked what I've seen so far. The Calgary Flames, uh, 0-1-1 on the year, lost coming 5-2 to Edmonton and 3-2 to Anaheim in overtime. Like I said, still plenty of time for them to kind of shape things up a bit, but if they don't get one or two going here, there might be a, might be some some cause for panic out in Calgary. Is there going to be the the Jack Eichel watch out there? Yeah, you know, we we talked about how they're they're looking to potentially move Monahan or Goudreau this season. I mean, if they go downhill, that that could definitely happen soon. But I see them turning it around soon. They they outshot their opponents pretty heavily in, in both of the first two games. They uh, outshot the Oilers 47-33 and the Ducks 43-27. They just got ran into some hot goaltending there. So they they have time to turn around. Only two games, but. They have to because it's been a few years of that up in Calgary, and if if it doesn't ha- turn around soon, there may be some changes. Yeah, this isn't a team I'm really concerned about. Um, it's a weak division too, of course, so they got a huge buffer zone. Uh, it's not like if you fall behind a little bit, you're out. They got a long time to get this sorted. It's only two games. Very true. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. The max wager match is $750 for a $1,500 match. Why not use some of those bonuses to bet on our mortal locks this week? Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. You can browse the activity feed to stay in the know, and there's a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match it up to $500. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. When making your bets, always make sure to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Well, boys, you uh, you guys ready to jump into our Thursday game slate? we got a lot of games coming up and uh, a lot of work to get through here. Let's pick some winners here. Let's go. Right on. First game on the docket at the 7 p.m. hour, we have the New York Islanders versus the Columbus, Ju- or Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, New York's money line is paying off minus 130, Columbus money line plus 110. Uh, the over-under is set at 5.5, overplay pays off plus 100, and the under pays off minus 120. Ryan, what do you think here? This is this could be probably a pretty low-scoring game. I feel like my bet, I'm going to bet on this game with the under 5.5. 
Columbus kind of cooled off a bit after they had an 8-2 win against Arizona, who is not a good team to start the season. Then they they beat the Kraken 2-1 in overtime, and then they went on the road and lost 4-1 in Detroit. So they haven't been scoring a lot of goals, and the Islanders are, are known to be very stingy defensively. They've also kind of struggled at scoring. They have they broke out a little bit with four goals last game, but they had four goals in their first two games combined. So I'm kind of really liking the under here. And most importantly, in the last eight meetings, the under is 8-0. I feel like that's something definitely to watch, even if they haven't played. They didn't play last season in the same division. Now they're back both in the, met, the Metro. But I still think this, these are two teams going to be like a 2-1, 3-1 game. It's going to be under 5.5 is, is my pick here. I'm going to go against you here with a little sneaky overplay. Ooh. You get a 5.5 at plus money. Uh, Isles haven't been defensively sound so far like we expect. And the Jackets have been leaky themselves with a, an expected goals against them nearly eight through three games. Um, this is the Isles' fourth game of road trip. Tough start to the season, playing the Canes, Panthers. They beat Chicago, but they were not the better team in that game. Sorokin, he played better there, but... Uh, he'll need to play up to his talent level with Barlamov still out. Yeah. Uh, and the Blue Jackets, they were dire against the Wings. They had expected goals against nearly seven goals. So I think you can get a few goals past these goalies. So, yeah, give me a little over there. Yeah, well, uh, we'll have to see which one of you two come up on the right end of that one. Eh? Yeah, I mean, plus money on the over in, in hockey is, is always good. You never know what's going to happen. But I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Well, personally, I probably got New York Islanders money line here. I know they're 0-2 to start the year, and Columbus is looking pretty hot 2-0 opposites. But I think uh, the Islanders are going to kind of turn things around pretty quickly here, and I think this is the uh, the catalyst to kind of start that off. So I would take the Islanders money line paying off minus 130. Yeah, that, that's a good line for the team like the Islanders are expected to be at the top of the division against someone like Columbus. So, yeah, that's minus 130 is probably some good value there. Uh, moving on to the next docket, we have, looks like the Colorado Avalanche versus the Florida Panthers. 7 p.m. puck drop, uh, Colorado money line is paying off plus 100, Florida money line minus 120. Uh, the over and under set at 6.5, over is paying off minus 105, the under is paying off minus 115. Joel, what do you got? Well, the Avs are really missing Devon Taves. Um, he's our best defensive defenseman. Need him on the PK. The other guys don't have the IQ and presence in their own zone, especially when Kemper's been bad at the nearly four goals against the average in a sub 900 save percentage. Uh, we'll need to score plenty to stay in games at this rate. Uh, meanwhile, the Panthers look like the real deal. Credit to Ryan so far for staying on their wagon. Um, <laughs> but Brovsky looks more like the old Bob through three games, allowing fewer than two and a half goals per game while maintaining a very good 935 save percentage. But it feels like a game that has the side correlated with the total. If the Avs win, the over will be likely to hit with all their firepower and lackluster defending. If the Panthers win, the under will be likely to hit since Bob will be doing his thing in net and they'll take their chances in the other end. So, honestly, I don't have a strong feel in this game. I'm biased, but yeah, give me the Avs and the over. (laughs) (laughs) Understandably, I'll go against you there. I, I feel like the Panthers definitely showed what they're all about last game. They beat, beat the Lightning 4-1. They beat the Islanders 5-1. So the past two games, they've only given up two total goals. Meanwhile, Colorado really, I know McKinnon's back now for his second game, so maybe he'll have, have his legs under him, but they've only beaten the Blackhawks so far, who, who we discussed are, are one of the worst teams so far this season. So I, I do like the Panthers here on the money line. Potentially potentially regulation or puck line too, if you want kind of more plus odds, but I feel like money line is, is definitely the best bet here. Yeah, yeah, as far as money goes, that's a, that's not a bad pick whatsoever. Um, for me personally, that's a good point you brought up about Bobrovsky there, Joel. I know he's kind of uh, stepping up well, and if we see him get back into form, it could be a could be a good year for the uh, for the Panthers. But I'm going to go with Colorado money line on this, or sorry, Florida money line rather. I like Bob. I think, like I said, he's going to kind of close the door and uh, and come out with the big dub for the boys. Moving on here, we have the Carolina Hurricanes versus the Montreal Canadiens 7 p.m. game. Uh, Carolina money line pays off minus 120. Uh, Montreal money line plus 100. The over under set at 5.5 pays off minus 120. And the under pays off plus 100. Ryan, what do you think? 
I think this line makes absolutely no sense to me. The Hurricanes are only minus 120 favorites against a team that really has not found its game whatsoever so far this season. And we, we discussed how bad the Canadians have been so far, especially with, with that home blowout shutout loss to the Sharks. The Hurricanes are a much better team than the Sharks. They already won on the road against Nashville, 3-2 win. That was a close game. But I feel like in this game, this this is one of my best bets of of the slate on Thursday is giving the Hurricanes minus 120 and even the puck line minus one and a half plus 190 is definitely great odds there as well. I feel like the Hurricanes are are just going to roll. Yeah, finally we agree on something. <laughs> Hurricanes will roll in this game. I don't know why it's minus 120 either. I expect that line to move, so I'll, I'll say I'd play it all the way up to minus 150. Um, yeah, except for the first period against the Leafs in the first game, Canadians have been total trash. Mm-hmm. Right? They got blown up by the Sabres. There's that Sharks win 5 nothing the other day. <laughs> and they lost their home opener in a pretty pathetic performance. They just can't get the offense going, like I said. And uh, Allen has been unable to keep them in these games. Uh, meanwhile, with the Hurricanes, they've picked up right where they left off. The dominant offense, scoring a will, getting plenty of shots to the net, and being able to protect their own goalie as well. So, yeah, expect them to light it up against Montreal in this spot. Yeah, I think we're all kind of on the same boat on that one. Uh, for the price at uh, minus 120, we'll all be on Carolina money line. But I also kind of like the under here, guys. Set at 5.5. I have zero confidence in Montreal scoring more than one goal <laughs> a game. So until they prove to me otherwise, they can do that. And, you know, I don't see why Carolina can't get four. Even if they do and Montreal gets one, that's still five. The line is set at 5.5. I don't mind the under at plus 100, 5.5. You can go with uh, Montreal team total under two, under two and a half goals. That'll be good. Ooh, I like that. that. That'd be worth looking at too, yeah. Looks like Frederick Anderson's about to start here or so. I know uh, traditionally he's always had some pretty good outings against Montreal and he was playing with Toronto, so that's worth keeping in mind too. And moving down, we have the Washington Capitals versus the New Jersey Devils, still at the 7 p.m. slate. Uh, looks like Washington money line pays off minus 130. Uh, New Jersey money line plus 110. The over-under set at 6.5. Over hits at minus 105. And the under at minus 115. What do you got from me, Ryan? Yeah, this is an interesting matchup here between two Metropolitan Division teams who are kind of potentially going in opposite directions. The Capitals are still trying to kind of keep their core together with Ovi getting up there, Basham getting up there and all that, while the Devils have have Jack Hughes leading the way, even though he he may not play Thursday. Um I, I like the I like the Capitals in this in this game a lot, actually. And the Capitals swept the eight game season series last year against the Devils. Um, the teams aren't that much different. The Devils did pick up Dougie Hamilton. However, they do not have Mackenzie Blackwood. So that's going to that's make a big big difference, even with John, Jonathan Bernier. It was, it was a close game late against Seattle. So give me give me the road favorite again in, in the Capitals at minus 130. Yeah, the Devils have been kind to me the first couple of games, but I... I'm uh, I've been burned by the Capitals too many times, so I'm going to get off the Devils <laughs> wagon right here. Um... Yeah, I lean caps, but my stronger play would be to the under in this one. It's six and a half. I think that's too high for two teams who have been outscoring their expected goals projections so far. And Vanacek's great performance is in taking over the number one role for the caps. He'll be the best goalie the Devils have faced this year. So, yeah, give me the under from six and a half. That's a pretty good point for sure. Uh, I might lead with a... leave with Ryan here. I like Washington Moneyline. Pays off minus 130. I love that number. You know, as far as bang for your buck goes... Traditionally, New Jersey's been a bit of a weaker team, and I liked what I've seen out of Washington lately, so I feel comfortable taking the caps. Uh, moving down here, we have San Jose Sharks versus the Ottawa Senators at 7 p.m. We talk about it a lot. This might be one of those games you just don't watch, guys. Plenty of other things to have on, but uh, if you do want to put some money on it, San Jose Sharks money line pays off minus 105. Uh, Ottawa money line minus 117. Over under set at six. The over pays off minus 115, and the under pays minus 105. Uh, personally, I like the Sens money line on this. You know, like I said, it pays off minus 117. Sens are a strong team. No, I wouldn't say a strong team, but they have lots of talent, I guess, with their with the young kids kind of coming up. And I do like what kind of what I have seen. So I like Ottawa Moneyline on that. Yeah, like like you said, this is a game where it's going to be, I don't know too much how many people are going to be watching it or how much people are going to be betting on it. But 
Yeah, I feel like leaning leaning Ottawa's way is better. Maybe San Jose is going to be riding a little bit too high after their five nothing win in Montreal. Ottawa's Ottawa's played Toronto tough this season so far. They they just beat the Stars three two. I, I feel like Ottawa is is a team a young team who can who can win this one. I feel like uh, give me Ottawa on the money line as well. Yeah, these are two teams who are projected to be around the bottom of their respective conferences, but they've put in some feisty performances so far. Uh, Sands keeping it close with the Leafs, of course they always do, and yeah. uh, beating the Stars. While the Sharks, they beat the Jets and then thrashed the Habs. That's not much of an accomplishment so far this season. <laughs> I'm going to go with another total here. Give me the over six. I'm not buying into either team's ability to defend, especially Ooh. since they're both geared to attack first and defend second. Plus, uh, this will be Matt Murray's first start. So, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Gustafsson going down the AHL. Um, these teams have played in more under games so far. So I think this is a better chance to get on the over at a cheaper price on two teams that I think will play more over games than under games. I was just about to say I, I kind of lean towards the under just because Ottawa's played three under games so far. But, yeah, I mean, the goaltending is shaky. Aiden Hill's not great. Memory, you never know what's going to happen. So, I'm, I'm probably staying off the total, but I, I, I can, I can see, I can see it going over. I heard somebody say the other day I was listening to a show and they're bringing up, oh, Matt Murray's past his prime. The guy's like 26 years old, isn't he? Like, I know he's had a couple of fall-off seasons under him, but to say past his prime, he's still pretty young, especially for a goaltender. Yeah, yeah, I'm, his I'm sure. prime must be like one season long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm sure. Last season in Ottawa, the defense in front of him didn't really give him any favors. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, moving down the slate here, 7.30 p.m. Keep in mind, guys, all these times are Eastern Standard Time if you are listening. But uh, 7.30 p.m. puck drop. Uh, Calgary Flames versus the Detroit Red Wings. We have Calgary money line paying off minus 130. Uh, Detroit money line minus or sorry, plus 110. The over under set at 5.5 over pays off minus 115 and the under minus 105. Detroit's red hot boys. I I like Detroit money line. Simple as that. Yeah, the the red 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 wings are two on one so far. Calgary hasn't won a game. Detroit's looking good. I mean, Detroit money line. That that's I feel like that's the way to go in this one. Yeah, you wouldn't have thought so, but the wings they found some offense. They have 13 goals for three games, and against some normally stingy teams in the Lightning and Blue Jackets, they've also got some great goal goaltending from uh, Thomas Grice. I. Uh, who looks to solidify the number one role over on Delkovich. I think they've played, they've played uh, two or three different goalies now, right, I think. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Grice's looked the best. Um, Flames, on the other hand, were pretty sad against their hated rival, the, the Oilers, and were unable to capitalize on their many chances against the Ducks. <laughs> they got John Gibson. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, but this is a team unable to find the back of the net, whether it's John Gibson or Mike fucking Smith. So... I can't trust them to win on the road as a favorite against a surprising Detroit team. Give me the wings as well. boy. Just on a side note, I don't hate the over either at 5.5, the way we've seen Detroit kind of popping off lately too. And I imagine Calgary might get one or two as well. So at minus 115, I'll probably sprinkle that as well. And moving down, we have at the 8 p.m. slot, the New York Rangers versus the Nashville Predators. Uh, looks like New York money line pays off minus 105, Nashville money line minus 115, over under set at 5.5, the over minus 110, and the under minus 110. What do you think, Ryan? I, I may get bit in the ass here, but taking so many road favorites, but I, I, I love the Rangers in this one. They've they they won in Montreal. Igor Shosturkin kind of stole the game in Toronto. Meanwhile, Nashville really hasn't done done that well at home. They lost they lost to the Kraken. They lost to the Hurricanes. They, they barely beat the Kings two one. I feel like the Rangers, even even on the third game of a road trip, they're they're the better team, and I feel like they have the better goalie. So I feel like at at whatever at the money line of minus one hundred five, that's they're not even favorites. I guess I guess, I guess this is technically a dog, but yeah, give give me the Rangers definitely. Yeah, it could be said that the Rangers' best game of the year was the one they lost 5-1 of the Capitals. They had a lot of energy and outplayed the Capitals through the early parts of that game, but couldn't hold it together after going down a couple of goals. Since then, they lost their home opener to the Stars, then won a couple of road games based almost entirely on the performances of Igor Shostorkin, who was awesome against the Habs and Leaves. Uh, they wouldn't have won those games without them, that's for sure. But the Predators, meanwhile, are a resilient bunch and always play well in front of their fans. They're getting the goaltending from Saros, and I think they'll have enough to put a few against Shostakhin or Georgiev in this spot. So once again, we disagree with Ryan. 
<laughs> oh man is that gonna be a theme today boys or what yeah fight. <laughs> apparently so <laughs> i'll headbutt you watch out I'll give you the nut shot yeah. oh god I'll, I'll be the ref innocent bystander here you're both tossed <laughs> um yeah speaking of i'll uh I like the under in this, guys, at 5.5. Um, I think New York has only had a game eclipsing six goals once, and I think that was the Washington game. I think only one time for Nashville as well. So going into a, to a strong Nashville building, I still kind of like the under. On a side note, I love the fans in Nashville. That goalie you suck chant that they do is the greatest thing I think I've ever seen. Or it's all your fault or whatever they say. Uh, yeah, it, it was amazing when they were in the playoffs and doing that. That was That was great. Yeah, good city to see Boom and come playoff time. So hopefully the uh, the Preds can get back there in the next couple of years. Do you wish you could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now Prediction Strike makes it a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin Hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players, start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy-to-use app from the App Store or sign up at predictionstrike.com to create an account. Use code SGP, then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares of your favorite players just like you would real stocks. The value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand, and you can trade your shares of players at any time as long as the player isn't currently in a game. Sign up with promo code SGP to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. We're brought to you by Keeps. Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. They have convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your home. Their low-cost treatments start at just $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions. Keeps has discreet packaging and proven results with more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. Prevention is key. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com SGP to get your first month free. keeps.com SGP. Uh, moving down to another 8 p.m. slot, we have the Anaheim Ducks versus the Winnipeg Jets. Anaheim money line plays off plus 145. Wow, I don't mind that. Uh, Winnipeg money line minus 180, over 5.5, minus 110, and the under at 5.5 pays off minus 110. Uh, Joel, what do you got? Same old Ducks, eh? <laughs> They're a team that they rely on the goalie plays every night. If he's good or bad, um, They'll be fine giving up 40 shots a game. They'll live or die by how well uh, Gibson or Stolarz play. Um, the Jets have been an equally frustrating team, though. They've looked a lot better since getting Mark Shifley back. He does a lot for their offense through his playmaking and high-level skating. But they haven't gotten the goaltending with Hellebuck having a real shaky start of the year, allowing close to five goals a game. That said, the Ducks are sitting targets. They won't get much offense. So all that really matters is well the Jets can score on Gibson. This is Winnipeg's home opener, too, and we know how well they play at home. Give me the Jets in regulation here. The home opener angle is kind of the only the only thing that has me going for the Jets, but I don't think I can take them at that high of a money line. And, I mean, both teams played 6-5 games last time out, so I kind of like the over, but also it's Hellebuck versus Gibson, so we could see a 2-1 game. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll tail the, the Winnipeg three-way. Those are decent odds for that, especially in the home opener. Yeah, I think I'll jump on that boat with you guys. Winnipeg's got to kind of turn this thing around eventually, right? And home opener, to get the whiteout going with the fans, it uh, could be what they need to give them a little bit of a boost. Uh, moving down here, 8.30 p.m. slate, we have the Vancouver Canucks versus the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, looks like Vancouver money line pays off plus 110, Chicago money line minus 130, uh, over under set at 6, over pays off minus 120, and the under plus 100. Back to you, Joel. Yeah, like I said before, um, Blackhawks have to be getting desperate. Um, they made major changes in the offseason to try and give Staves and Kane another shot at the cup before they get any older. But through four games, they've been pretty decisively beaten on the scoreboard. But when we look at some of the uh, underlying numbers, we see that their expected goals are expected goals for are nearly twice as many as they've scored, while their expected goals against are seven fewer than what they've actually given up. 
this tells us that they played a lot better than the results have shown us, and uh, they deserve better. The Canucks, meanwhile, are getting to their fifth game of the road trip and showed signs of wearing down against Buffalo. Um, yeah, I think they're tiring down. So, yeah, give me the Blackhawks. I, I'm with you. We, we we agree on this one. I, I like right. the Blackhawks. I feel like last game against the Islanders, they, they they played well. It was a 4-1 final, which was not does not represent how close the game was. Meanwhile, like you said, Vancouver on the on the road trip, fifth game. The only win was against my Flyers when Carter Hart gave up three pretty terrible goals. Besides that, they've scored two goals, one goal, and two goals in their other games. So I like the Blackhawks to finally get in the win column here at home. Yeah, I think I'm leaning more towards the uh, the over at six here. I believe there's only one game Chicago has played that hasn't hit that six uh, that six number. So even if they only hit six and I do push, I still don't mind that at minus 120. So I would take the over at six. That game was last game against the Islanders, too, who do play defensively. So that, that's that, that's a good look, too. Uh, moving down, we have at the 10 p.m. slate for a Thursday night. Only one game at 10 p.m. tonight or on Thursday. We have the Edmonton Oilers versus the Arizona Coyotes. Edmonton money line pays off minus 180. Arizona money line plus 145. Uh, over six pays off minus 120. The under at six pays off plus 100. Every time I even say Arizona, I can't help but laughing to myself. So I'm sorry if you guys get sick of listening to that by the end of the year. <laughs> um, what do you got for me, Ryan? How about your uh, your live bet live on the show against the Coyotes last time out? <laughs> that, that paid off pretty nicely for you, didn't it? St. Louis coming back to win 7-4. Yeah, I think it was at a plus 120 when I made it. So I'll, uh, I'll take that bit of profit for sure. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah, the Oilers are huge favorites, as they should be. Uh, minus 180, I feel like, is is maybe even low against the Coyotes, even though they are Coyotes are at home. Over is always a good look here. Um, the Coyotes are starting some goalie that I haven't heard of. <laughs> uh, about to look him up here. Corel Vemelka. 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 <laughs> something like that and and like this could be the game where the, it's projected to Koskinen to start but we could see Stuart Skinner here as well so I feel like the best bet here is likely on the over six maybe I, I'd consider taking six and a half as well if if the line moves up up that far um yeah these could be this could be a very high scoring game with an Edmonton team that we saw is without Mike Smith now it was a high scoring affair last time out so I like Edmonton, possibly Edmonton team total over three and a half or four and a half, depending what those odds are. Yeah, the Oilers look like a juggernaut so far with McDavid and Drysaddle firing on all cylinders. The Coyotes, well, they're whatever the opposite of a juggernaut is. <laughs> I wish I made a bet on them to uh, finish bottom of the league because I'm confident they are the worst team in the NHL. And uh, they're showing that through three games with both the Blue Jackets and the Blues tearing them apart. I should note that the uh, advanced analytics show they're getting a little unlucky, though, with how many goals are being scored on them. But I think that's only to be expected with how Carter Hutton's been playing. Um, I want to bet all of in regulation again. Uh, and I end up, I probably will end up doing that. But I would be a little more hesitant if uh, they do have that Czech goalie, Vigmelka, in net. Has, uh, <laughs> he has been better than poor Carter Hutton. So, yeah, Oilers in regulation would be my lean. Yeah, I like that bet, too. I'd... Uh... You know what? I'm going all in. Let's go. Oilers regulation three away. Hammer it. <laughs> Don't like what I see out of Arizona. Oilers as a team, looking outside of the net, they're looking pretty good. They're putting up some numbers. They're getting the goals. Like you said, the over's not bad either, but uh, Oilers regulation, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I didn't realize Val- Valmec uh, started their 2-1 uh, shootout loss to Buffalo, so I, I apologize for the for the disrespect to him. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I do still... Decent. I do still like the Oilers. Team total over three and a half is minus one hundred five. I don't know Ooh. if I like that too much. Over four and a half is plus two twenty. Those are those are decent odds if they've they've, they've hit that in each of the past two games. Uh, but I feel like just the over or Edmonton and the over or just Edmonton, whatever combination of that, or just wait for the Oilers to lose at some to be losing at some point and just live bet them while they're down. They'll come back. That's a pretty good point for sure. All right, well, that covers our Thursday games, boys. Should be, uh, should be a big day tomorrow or today, I guess, whenever you're listening to this. So we're uh, pretty excited. Uh, with that being said, moving on to the Friday slate. Looks like we only have four games here on the Friday night. We'll, uh, we'll kick it off with the 6 p.m. start, which is 
kind of weird for a Friday game. Maybe it's maybe it has something to do with the fact that they're playing the Sharks, but I completely doubt that because it's in Toronto. Uh, looks like San Jose versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. San Jose money line is playing off plus 170. Toronto money line minus 210. Uh, the over at six uh, pays off minus 110. The under at six pays off minus 110. I kind of leaning a bit towards the under here guys i know san jose just had a big game against uh against montreal and put up some numbers but they have been out in a bit of a, a road trip out east um so i'm leaning a bit more towards the under at six points here i uh i don't see san jose scoring more than two leafs offensively we've been struggling we've been getting lots of shots but we've been getting goalied every game so i i don't see a score in more than four goals i would take the under at six Okay, I mean, I I don't see them them getting goal lead by by Aiden Hill and the Sharks <laughs> on Friday night though. So I do like the Maple Leafs. The money line is a bit a bit, a bit long at at at, uh, at minus two ten. The puck line is plus one fifteen. That may be more more kind of enticing there, or or the regulation line as, as we'd like to pick here. Had a few of those. So I I like the Leafs. Under might be a good look. I mean, the Leafs would have scored probably. I didn't watch the game, but probably two or three goals at least if Shostakin didn't didn't put up put up the game of his life the other well, night. So what's crazy is Gustafsson made forty saves for his career high against him in Ottawa the other night too. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. Leafs on the on the regulation line are minus one twenty. So given that, I'd rather take the puck line plus one fifteen and kind of hope they can blow out the Sharks. Yeah, I mentioned earlier on the the Sens breakdown that. I'm not buying into the into the sharks and their their uh, newfound defensive uh, stability. Um, not I'm not buying into Aiden Hill either. And you know the Maple Leafs have been getting unlucky with their with their scoring. So I would say the Toronto team total or Toronto in regulation would be my play. Probably the team total over three and a half. It's also a back to back for San Jose too. So I, I lean to, towards the Leafs even more. That I'm definitely going to bite on them. Oh, yeah, that- wouldn't that be a uh, James Reimer then probably coming net right. Yeah, he's the uh, backup for the Sharks. Left wing lock has has Aiden Hill confirmed to start Friday based off a tweet from uh, Dan Rusinowski. Oh, so that's okay. what I'm going off of. Yeah, it says Reimer will start thir- against the Senators and Hill against the Maple Leafs. Right on. Well, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot on Friday, we have the Boston Bruins versus the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Boston money line pays off minus 190. Buffalo money line plus 155. Uh, the over is set at six. It pays off minus 110. Uh, the under at six pays off minus 110 as well. This might be a bit of a bold take here, fellas, but I kind of like Buffalo money line at 155 <laughs> against the Bruins. And for one reason alone, the return of uh, Linus Olmark to uh, buffalo i think he's gonna kind of fall off a little bit i think he might have a little bit of nerves playing against his former team buffalo has been hot i can kind of see uh i can kind of see buffalo padding the numbers there i'm gonna have to go against there i I saw the bruins they they played pretty well against the flyers even though they only got (laughs) got three goals i feel like the sabers they're they're gonna fall off at some point and against the Bruins is a pretty good team to, to bet on them to, to kind of fall off for, for a loss there. So give me the Bruins. Um, yeah, give me the Bruins. I'm not sure if I lean one way or the other on the total, but Taylor Hall returning to Buffalo full, full or as full as Buffalo gets for fans. So I'll take Boston there. Yeah. Boston usually rebound after a loss. A good coach team, good veteran group. I think they'll fight back here. Um, Boston regulation would be a good one. Puck line as well. Um, and, yeah, I think it goes the other way, right? If, if Omark is playing, he's going to be in the, the revenge spot, right? So he's going to be – I think he's going to be better more than nervous, which is why I brought up the uh, James Reimer thing. I thought that he would want to play in the, the Maple Leafs game, but I guess <laughs> he doesn't have the, the balls to do it. <laughs> yeah, give me the Bruins. You know what? If Buffalo gets that win, I'm going to be so hammered and I'm going to be messaging you guys right away. (laughs) Olmark lets in seven, gets pulled after the second period, I call it. (laughs) Moving down to our 8.30 p.m. slot, we have the LA Kings versus the Dallas Stars. LA Moneyline's paying off plus 125. Uh, Dallas Moneyline minus 150. The over-under set at 5.5. The over hits minus 120. And the under plus 100. 
What do you got, Joel? I'm surprised that the under is uh, plus money here with these two defensive teams. Um, great goalies. Well, great-ish goalies. Uh, I don't think either team can really score at will yet. I mean, the Kings, all their centers are great two-way players. They're going to be defensively responsible. Stars, they're not looking to score a lot of goals. They want to win games 2-1, 3-2. So, yeah, under 5.5 would be my look. Yeah, I like that a lot as well. All, all four of Dallas's games so far have gone under 5.5. They haven't scored more than three or allowed more than three yet this season. And like you said, the Kings are going to be defensive as well. It was a 2-1 game last time out, 3-2 before that. So I'm seeing a, a similar similar game here between the Kings and Stars. Yeah, I'm with you boys on that one. Under 5.5, playing off a plus money at plus 100. It looks like Cal Peterson and Braden Holt be both expected to start. Uh, Cal Peterson goals against average 2.03 with a save percentage of 9.29. And Holtby with a goals against average of 1.75, a save percentage 0.947. Both played two games. Those are pretty good numbers. I like that. So the under at 5.5, the plus money, I think that's the way to go. Uh, moving down to the 10 p.m. slot on Friday, we have the Edmonton Oilers versus the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Edmonton money line plays off plus 110. Uh, Vegas money line minus 130. The over-under set at 6.5. Uh, over pays off minus 105. And the under at minus 115. What do you think, Ryan? I think everyone listening right now should pause the podcast, go hammer this this Vegas money line minus 130. <laughs> Edmonton on the second half of a back-to-back, potentially starting that Stuart Skinner guy, who, you know, could be a, a good goalie, but you never know. I think Vegas, even even without Pacioretty, even without Stone, they're going to have a night off. They're, uh, they're, back, they're at home. Edmonton back-to-back on the road with, 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 some, with a little bit of travel from Arizona, so... I feel like this line is kind of a steal at at, uh, at minus 130. Yeah, this is a rare game where uh, you don't need any action to enjoy it, right? This is a real heavyweight tilt for the Pacific Division. Um, yeah, I I agree with Ryan there, but I think the maybe the better look would be the over six and a half. Uh, we, depending on the goalie that that Edmonton puts in there, but uh, yeah, back to back games for teams. They do tend to go over more than under. So, yeah, I guess he's at least seven goals in this game. Yeah, I'm with you with that. I think uh, I think we're going to see a shootout here, guys. 6.5 for the over pays off minus 105. As far as money goes, it's pretty good. And we all know what uh, what the Power Boys in Edmonton can do. So I like the over. Yeah, the over, over is definitely a good look. Knights and over six and a half game parlay is plus 225. Oh. If, you t- if you take him on the puck line and over six and a half, it's plus 450. So worth wow. worth a sprinkle there at, at those odds, given depending depending who's starting for Edmonton. But I feel like the over and the Knights are definitely both good looks. For sure. Keep an eye on the morning skate on Friday for that. All right, boys. Well, that pretty much covers our Thursday Friday slates uh, coming up here. Um, we do have a big schedule on the weekend. Fortunately, the lines aren't out for that yet. But uh, do you guys have any uh, any games that you have your eyes on or what? I'll just scroll through them now a bit. There's two afternoon games. You got the Rangers at the Senators and the Flames at the Capitals. I'm not sure what the odds are going to be on the Capitals, but I feel like that, that might be that might be a good look for them. With depending how the Flames do in their next game, if they lose again, definitely go for the Capitals. I feel like that's a good look. Get some Saturday afternoon action in there. Well, I'll be having college football on my screens the whole day long, but <laughs> uh, I will make space for the Avalanche Lightning game. That should be a that should be a good one. Oof. These teams always play uh, each other hard, and there's some exciting games in the past. And, yeah, these are two Stanley Cup contenders, so, yeah, I'll be tuning in that one for sure. Uh, another one is the the Kraken home opener, so their Ooh. first home game. The Canucks That'll- come to town. That, that should be a fun rivalry mm-hmm. going forward. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll be looking out for the uh, the Carolina-Columbus game. Um, I'm pretty, uh, pretty strong on Carolina this year at might even be worth sprinkling a bit of a puck line at 1.5. I, uh, I like the offensive power on Carolina, and Columbus seems to be lacking a bit on the back end. So I know they have looked good this year. They are 2-0-0, but I, uh, I see Carolina walking a bit. So that's something that's going to be on my radar. Yeah, Carolina definitely could could definitely roll over them. Also, also another 7 o'clock game, the Red Wings at Montreal. Obviously see how both teams perform in their next game, but the Red Wings could be a good a good road team there to look at. 
Also, I'll be watching my Leafs play uh, play the Penguins. Should be coming on a back-to-back there, so that might be a little bit scary, but uh, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I got my Fly Guys uh, host hosting the Panthers, one of the, my other teams I'm high on this season, so that should be a good game, too. Flyers Flyers getting tested early. They beat the Bruins. Now they got to go up against the Panthers. That should be another another good game. Good games on that slate with Colorado-Tampa, Florida Flyers, Toronto-Pittsburgh even, like some entertainment there. Now, one thing worth noting, too, in the Leafs, guys, I think uh, Michael Hutchinson is expected to start one of these two games. So it hasn't been announced yet which one between the Friday and the Saturday. So keep that in mind if you are going to be betting on the Buds this weekend. Are you the best NBA better in the U.S.? You can prove it on OddsCard, and they're free to join and play fantasy betting contests. There's a season-long NBA contest with $3,000 in cash up for grabs, as well as weekly $200 contests as well. Here's how it works. Once you enter a contest, you track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you with any pick trick tracking app. The most profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at the end of the contest, you win. And Odds Crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests. It's a social app for sports bettors. Free to download. You can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and much more. So download the app for free or go to oddscrowd.com today. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. Well, I think it's time for our Thursday Mortal Locks, boys. Ryan, you want to kick us off here? I'll kick us off. Uh, I kind of teased this a bit earlier and or gave it away, but Hurricanes minus 120. It's just just an insane line to me right now because Montreal has not done anything and the hurricanes are a really good team that are going to be at the top of the metro so give me the hurricanes minus 120 lock it in yeah talent stole my lock last podcast and uh <laughs> ryan's stealing it this one instead i'll go with the, the ducks and regulation uh, um not the ducks the jets and regulation <laughs> against the ducks <laughs> they do not bet the ducks and regulation um i i, I think hellebuck will pull it together at home uh, he's usually a bit better at home. The whole team is better. It's, it's a it's a good home atmosphere. Uh, the Ducks they fight hard, but they're they just don't have enough going forward. I mean, they put up five against the Oilers, but uh, I think most teams could do that. Um, yeah, Jets in regulation, my play. Yeah, not bad. I like that too. Well, I'm going a little bit off the beaten path here, guys. So, uh, so don't hold it against me. But I have the Ottawa Senators money line against the San Jose Sharks. Now we got two shit teams here, but somebody does have to win. So keep that in mind. I know uh, San Jose has been on a bit of a road trip here out east. I think this will be their second game of the trip after they just played Montreal. And keep in mind, they do play the Leafs on the Friday. So I feel like they're going to be looking past Ottawa a bit. They're just going to try to get to that Toronto game and uh, and see how they fare. So I like them pesky Sens uh, money line paying off minus 117 against San Jose. I guess people are reason to watch that shitty game, huh? <laughs> it does. Tune in. <laughs> that's uh, some can't miss coverage i suppose there right all right boys well i think uh, i think not a bad coverage here we got a lot of hockey between the next two days and coming up on the weekend as well so a lot of cool stuff to look forward to definitely hopefully another winning slate on thursday after we did so well on tuesday yeah keep the goals coming a lot of high scoring games so far it's exciting stuff for sure I'll be sure uh, to all our listeners out there, be sure to check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network uh, website, as well as our Slack group. Lots of cool stuff going on in there. Um, boys, any uh, any future work you guys are working on? Or? Um, it may have some may have some early season takeaways so far, teams to watch, maybe some trends or something. So always be on the lookout for that at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NHL. You can also get daily NHL picks at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NHL dash picks. So look out for those as well. Yeah, beautiful. I think uh, I think I might be trying to come up with some uh, with some fantasy work here for all you fantasy players. So be sure to uh, to keep an open eye out for that. Uh, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Talon underscore Jenkins ninety four on Twitter. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me at R Gilbert SOP on Twitter. I'm Joel. You can find me in the Slack channel. <laughs> we'll get <laughs> Jolie on Twitter one of these days, yeah. folks. So. <laughs> 
And be on the lookout for a uh, hockey gambling podcast Twitter account. We're going to launch that up soon. So make sure you give us a follow there. Get, get some questions and some comments. Let us know if we helped you win some bets. Right on, guys. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And, uh, and keep an eye out for next week. Uh, we'll be coming right back at you as soon as we can.